Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. This is the OKest Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks, because that's just me in the freezer. It's your tag, you hunt how you want. This is OKest Hunter. All right, I'm just kidding. My daughter had that request. She's going to be six in September. I got to give the people what they want. And you know what? How many times have I referenced a Taylor Swift song on this podcast? One too many. This is the OKS Hunter podcast coming at you from Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. This is episode 100 of this podcast. We've been at it since 2013. Greg joined four-ish years ago. We rebranded two years ago. It's been a journey. It certainly has. <laughs> We're here to reminisce, take calls, shoot the breeze. This is the People's Podcast. This is the podcast that gives you a direct phone line to us nincompoops here in the studio <laughs> so we can have a two-way dialogue. We're not talking at you. We're talking with you. If you haven't heard the news, if you're a new listener, this is a call-in radio show. The phone number is on the screen. It's 262 4122. Call in, say hi, share an okayest moment, share a memory, a story. Um, Tell us what you're up to. Yeah, yeah, what do you got going on? We'll probably lace in some preseason preparatory plans going. Yeah, and if you're like me, not a whole lot of planning going on. No, no, (laughs) you like to live by the seat of your shorts. Yeah. Worked out for me last season pretty good. Yeah, it did. Hey, can I hunt your property? Yeah, I suppose. No, I don't think I can be there tomorrow. Okay, great. I think this tree looks good. Boom. Shot a deer. Done. Lucky, lucky son of a gun. I lucked my way into that one. There's nothing wrong with that. Good old luck shot. Some people use buckshot. I use buckshot. <laughs> of course, he <laughs> wouldn't use a, a buckshot on a deer, but I'm just saying. Maybe in your duck hunting. Depends on where you're at. We are brought to you by Half Rack. Use code OHP at halfrack wait, half-rack.com and save yourself some money. You can get some of these hanger, hunter hangers to hang your headphones, your bow, your grunt tube, your all sorts of stuff. The way that this thing's hanging here looks like it's floating. I tried to get the, the color that matched the wood grain as best I could to make it appear there's nothing there. Uh, yeah. I you succeeded. Gonna, I think, yeah, it's looking all right. Yeah. Um, they have the, the tumbler mugs. They have, they, we have gun sleeves. They have gun sleeves. I call ours a pew pew sleeve so I don't get uh, turned Trouble. off by Freaking social media. I will say that half rack tumbler is like just the right size for sipping something around a campfire or a small cup of coffee or a, you know, whatever you want. Yeah. I put some wine in there on a walk with the there kids on the block with my wife. People don't know none the wiser. Keeps hot drinks hot and cold drinks cold. Yeah. How does it know? <laughs> smart, smart technology. Uh, we also have a lot of good friends that have helped support us throughout the years. Um, 
So Latitude Outdoors, Spartan Forge, Method Archery, formerly Vector. We were with them from the very start of their inception. Latitude, we've been working with them for quite some time, too. Uh, Go Wild, good friends of ours. Spartan Forge, I think we were their first ever podcast partnership. They have grown far and above what us chumps do. <laughs> they but, certainly have. But They've got some pretty big players on there. Not that that's what makes a difference, but just a testament guys to the, that get to yeah. hunt more than we do. It's a testament to the brands that we work with. We work with brands that we know, like, and trust. And we know, like, and trust these folks well. Like, I know I can call the owner of every one of these companies. If I did it right now, they'd likely answer. I could call Brad with Go Wild. I can call Isaac with Method. I can call Alex with uh, Latitude. I can call Bill with Spartan Forge. I can call uh, the whole crew with Half Rack. And uh, they, they take care of our listeners. They take care of us. They support what we're doing. So just go show them some love. I won't belabor it too much. You hear me talk about it every single week. But uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to 100. I don't. I don't. I didn't have. <laughs> speaking by living by the seat of my pants. I didn't have any grandiose plans for this. No. I barely got the promo words out. And well, we were drinking the appropriate bourbon whiskey, a little smoke wagon for all that smoke flavoring we have in the air. It's a lot, man. It is. It smells like a neighbor's burning the leaf in the in the yard next I, door. No, like, it's to me. It smelled like a garbage fire. I mean, it started last night. Bought by us. I mean, we're half hour west of here and it really got pretty strong uh, my wife had asked are you uh is, is one of the neighbors laying a garbage <laughs> fire somewhere <laughs> no i believe that is the stuff that's falling out of the atmosphere from canada yeah all the wildfires that's got to be rough for them that's a lot like the fact that it's yeah they, they've been fighting for a while to get that out and it's uh it's proving to be a pretty daunting task yeah it's uh, I was talking to Anthony Heller with Deervane because mm-hmm. he ran like a almost a sub 20 min- 20 minute three mile in this crap. Yeah, well, I haven't been able to do a twenty minute mi- three mile since I was like eighteen, so that's far and away. I'm like trying to hit like twenty seven minutes, and that's you know hoofing it for me and uh, near death. But he, I was like, hey, did you did you notice any impact with all the all the smoke? Were you like, he's like, no, not really. But I'm like, okay, well. He's probably all pumped up on that Jocko fuel. Yeah, could be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's moving fast in this in this weather. I've been running a bunch. That feels good. I did seven miles on Sunday. That was the furthest I've gone in quite some time. That felt good. It was hard. I'm was trying hard. to get back in the swing of rucking, uh, throwing some weight in the pack and taking a walk, and I've got some good places to go do it with some terrain change, so um, something i got to get on. But this uh, Something you got to put on. Put on and get moving to, uh, I don't know, makes it difficult when I'm coughing when I'm outside. Breathing in smoke. Breathing in smoke. Yeah, I wanted to go for a run today. There's too much going on with Sick Kiddos. Episode 100, uh, you know, clearly is a beacon for things that go wrong in life, like sick kids in the middle of summer, smoke in the air, <laughs> mixer. Mixer problem. Almost burned up and went into, it, into I flames. blame that Taylor Swift song you downloaded on there. That's <laughs> what sh- made it shit the bed. Oh, I don't blame it one bit. I love it. You had to listen to it like four times. So I had to keep re-recording it. But yeah. we do have a caller. Who's who's the brave soul that wanted to jump in out of the gate with us? You're live on the show. How's it going? Hey, guys. Congrats on your 100th episode here. Hey, thanks. Who, Thank do, we, you. who do we got? It's uh, Noah again. Oh, we hey. called in a couple times. You guys remember? Yeah. Hey, yes. Noah. <clears throat> hey. little bummed I missed you guys last week. I'd actually just put in my bow into the bow shop. Yeah, that was a fun episode. We talked. To, we did the 3D uh, playground at Deer Van. I think we just kind of talked about that and shooting bows and all that goes into it because you know, I lost a couple arrows and 
we're all different stages with that at the moment with our new bows and setups. So, what was the determining factor for you to have to take your bow in? Well, it's uh, you know, I just started bow hunting uh, probably a couple years ago. I got my first two deer last year with it. Congratulations! And I decided, thank you. And well, it's you know, it's just one of those you know, bear rebrands from uh, Cabela's. It's a good bow. But, you know, it's, you know, the Whisker Biscuit, you know, pretty just standard stuff on it. So I decided to take it into the shop, get a new bow re uh, arrow rest on it, and potentially a new sight as well. Very cool. Yeah, it's nice to be able to upgrade. You get out and get your feet wet and have a little success, and you go, well, I think there's some improving to do. And you're definitely doing the right things, improving on maybe you're going to go with a drop-away rest. And, I mean, those have their challenges too. Whisker biscuits, nice because it's kind of, it's the Ford Model T of of bow rests. You know, you can beat it up and it'll it'll take the abuse and it won't really fall out of accuracy. It'll wear out. You know, the whiskers will, but for the most part, you can turn that thing upside down. Your arrow's not going to fall out of it. And if you end up ripping your bow through some trees or some brush or something, the likelihood of it being thrown off and accuracy isn't as likely or high as if it would be for a drop away or a limb driven rest so yeah for sure pluses and minuses to everything but i do like the drop away personally so i started good. with the whisker biscuit i yeah. was proud i was a proud whisker biscuit guy because i was like this ain't this arrow ain't falling out and for me that was what was important you know right i could and well maybe not entirely true maybe accuracy is important also but yeah so good to hear yeah, I mean, for me, too, like, I didn't know any better, but, you know, as I started learning, it was kind of just like, hey, I'm a new hunter. I don't have to worry about this arrow going all over the place while I'm just trying to draw back, you know, falling out of the launcher or whatnot, you know? Sure. No, and as you get better at drawing your bow and figure out how to, how to move with it and, you know, improve your draw cycle and make it smooth, you're, you're less focused on what's going on with that rest and more focused on your target. Yeah, for sure. Are we going to see? Did, I forgot. I'm trying to ask everybody that calls in, and I probably did ask you last time I talked to you, but are you planning on coming to Foam Fest, or did you have a, something else you had going on? Well, I actually was originally planning on going up for my fall planting up north of my property, but I actually uh, rescheduled that when you guys put out a date for it. So hey, sweet. Man. Make it. Cool. sweet. Well, cool. So we'll get to see you. Awesome. Yeah. Be sure to register if you haven't already so we get a good head count and do we got to do a lot of prep yeah. for food and all that jazz but uh yeah looking forward to that that'll be coming up soon about two months away mm -hmm. yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that too sweet well thanks for the call yeah. we got some more piling in behind you it looks like here which is rare yeah then i won't <laughs> i won't take up too much more of your time then <laughs> thanks nope. man you have a good night thank, thank you. you for calling yeah you too bye-bye who we got next unknown undetermined from illinois Let's find out. Hey, welcome to the OKS Hunter Podcast. You're live. Who do we got? What's up, guys? It's Cody Jenkins. Hey. Oh. <laughs> How's oh, it thought, going, boys? I thought you were going to be that Carl guy from Florida. Uh, it said uh, thir <laughs> 30 Jenga. I, was I, like, I, said my name on the, I said my name on the prompt that uh, <laughs> the robot must have not heard it right. It so. hurt, this is what it hurt. <laughs> you said Cody Jenkins, and it gave me 30 Jenga. <laughs> Oh, man. You're like, what's going on here? Hey, huge congrats to you guys, man. 
takes a lot to get to 100, man. I know it's with wow. family and work and everything. It's a commitment that a lot of people don't understand, and I understand it fully. So congratulations. Ah, appreciate it, buddy. And you've been you've been part of the ride. You yes, know? you have. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate all the times coming on, and you you know you guessed it on my my podcast, and it's been really fun to follow your guys' seasons, and you guys are turning into some pretty solid hunters. So it's really cool to see. Nah, we're okay, man. Just we, all right. Like I said, good old luck shot. <laughs> What have you been up to? Hey, that's 90% of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been coaching some baseball or something, huh? Saw, saw some posts on social, yeah. kids in the, in the, in the baseball yeah. stuff, so it's cool. Yeah. Uh, really, like I said, honey is my, my true passion. That's what I love to do, but coaching kids is a close second. Um, it's growing on me pretty hardcore and um, really, really blessing to be able to do it. It keeps me young, man keeps me want, wanting to improve myself because these kids are improving. I'm coaching kind of the same kids, and they're improving so fast. It's it's crazy. It makes me want to make sure I'm out ahead so I can continue to um, to teach them, you know. The the skill is not only about about sports but about life too, you know. So Yeah, you've been you've but, been you've been hitting the, the run and trail too. I know that you're yeah, yeah. along when I yeah, post I got my a stuff. 5K on uh, July 4th. Um, so I'll let you know how I do. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be shooting for that sub 24 minute. Hey, mark. that's, that's fast, man. You my goal. You got me. Beat. Yeah. That, that's my goal. We'll see if I get there. Good for you. So, it's awesome. good to have a goal. That's but, awesome. And thanks for calling in. Yeah. Yeah, man. Congratulations again, guys. And, uh, I'll be following along with your season. Starting to really get excited for deer. deer well, hunting. Yeah. It's about that time getting all the, all the honeydew lists done. Uh, about time to really start putting the cams out and already scouting a couple good velvet bucks. Sweet. Um, out on the urban piece. Um, so. Well, I saw getting, that you joined that the time. the bull hunter league, so we just we just uh, applied and, and put our entry in too, or whatever you want to call it, our team. So. Nice. Yeah. I love the shirt yeah, you're got, in your photo. Got on a new team and uh, told them to rep the rep the OKs hunter T-shirt in the pick and. Um, I can't take credit for the the name. That was a good name. It wasn't brought up by me, but Team Skydump. <laughs> I know That's that pretty was sweet. We had a good conversation about Team Skydump on our, on our podcast. A good <laughs> different type of conversation, but yeah, that was good. I'm glad I, I saw that. I about shit myself. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, great. All right, guys. Well, I'll let you get to the next caller. Uh, appreciate you know all the the friendship over the years and congratulations again. Likewise, bet, buddy. Man. See ya. We'll talk soon. I'm getting better at learning when to drop the call. Hanging up is not like hang up. It says drop call, but then it says like, "Are you sure?" So I'm like, "Drop call." I'm like, "Got him." Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked a lot about how do I manage the calls and how like r- real radio shows. Well, will you're just, one of they the few drop that them off, does you know? this, you know, and it's a lot of work. You see what goes into it and the technical difficulties that you can all of a sudden run into or create on your own without even knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot to deal with, so I get why a lot of these guys will hit record and get a bunch of yeah. Footage. You're doing it. You're, I, you're I'm doing it too. You're running yeah. the OKS Fisher podcast, which by the way, how's that going? Um, it's going. Uh, I'll let you know in a year how it's going. There was some really really good feedback on Go Wild about the OKS Fisher podcast. Cool. Um, good to hear. I people, don't pay attention to it. I don't. Said they really like the information you guys are putting out, and you're doing a great job. 
we uh, we have the guests to thank for that. Um, you know, we ask people to come on that are better that uh, at certain species of fish than we are. So it's not hard to have a conversation. You know, it can be a little selfish, one-sided, more or less. You know, we can ask those questions and, and get the answers. So it's going good, I think. Well, you know, you manage the numbers. You can tell me, hey, that one really stunk or you had problems or whatever. They're all good in their own right. Numbers are meh. Like, and I, I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean numbers. I, are, I, I mean don't like expect they members, would be numbers are not out of the water. like the metric of success. When I see someone on Go Wild that I've never seen before tout and share and post that they've listened to it and they have a good experience, yeah. like that's that's the measure of success. Sure. You know, I don't care what people listen. It's like the right people and the, are the right people that are listening. Like, are they enjoying the content and getting right. something out of it? And, right. you know, that's how I feel about this one. Like, yeah, if we have if enough you, folks listening. You know, I manage the, the, me and Matt both manage the OKS Fisher Instagram. We don't have the Facebook page, but I see it's up. Um, Facebook's just a different realm. and not There's not a lot of engagement there. It's no, a pay-to-play platform. It's You're not going to see much. Um, Instagram, we, we do okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, um, the engagement's good. You've, it's grown uh, quite a bit actually since you guys took it over. I'm not doing just anything with TikTok, and I just I don't have that kind of time. Don't worry about TikTok. Yeah, I don't have time for it. We'll solve that problem later. Yeah, you <laughs> or the government one. will. One or yeah, the other. Yeah. It's don't tell me what to do with my business. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean it's going pretty good. We're uh, we got a a guy on tomorrow goes by the name Buffalo Catcher. Ooh. Yeah. So Is, are buffalo and sheep heads the same thing? No, not at all. Completely different species. Great. Yeah. My kids are just watching this YouTube channel called Out Outdoor Boys. Okay. Dad takes on all these crazy adventures. It's actually pretty cool. I wish I could do that. I, I could, but not the way that they do it. Like right. It's literally their living. Yeah. Um, he's catching, like, Oscars down in Florida. Cool. And, uh, you know, peacock bass and, mm -hmm. and just really cool stuff. All the yeah. different fish that are down there in Florida. I mean, Florida, you want to go and catch a huge variety of fish. Florida is a fisherman's paradise if you've not heard that before or if you've heard it before and go, eh, I don't care about going to Florida. If you like to catch fish, Florida is where it's at. Salt water, fresh water, doesn't matter. There's a, a lot of water around there to catch fish and, and go fishing. So, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back, Greg. I'm only here for a day. Just a time for shit to go crazy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm doing my fishing thing. It's it's nice to do something I think I'm a little bit better at than hunting. So uh, we're going to probably try and hit Lake Michigan. Hopefully me putting it out in the universe doesn't uh, make the sky open up and, you know, throw lightning bolts and make the day go poorly. But Yeah, what, what are you going to do? If it, well, we can, we'll yeah. save that for your fishing podcast, right? I suppose. But, uh, guys, it, that, those that are listening, if you haven't checked out, so we have a, a podcast network now. It's called the OKS Podcast Network bad for anyone joining because then they're just going to be deemed as okay <laughs> right but uh yeah there's the up duck podcast the okay fisher podcast and the okay hunter podcast we have a couple more on deck that are coming online here soon so we'll save those for when they actually launch yeah um those that know me closely know what's coming on on deck those that are a little bit further it's out exciting to see you grow you know from when i stepped on it was just you and me and now we've got all sorts of other people we were a two-man wolf pack and now we're going to be a four, five, six man. It was, wolf one, pack. It was a one man wolf pack, and then, uh, well, now there's in three of us, and now there's, uh, there's, and then there are three wolves in the wolf pack. And now there's six in the wolf pack. I'd like to say something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, it's a good movie. Yes, it is. Um, I don't know, Greg. Like, what, from your perspective, like, what are your standout memories of the, doing this whole thing? I gotta say, certain stabbing guests, certain episodes, certain hunt. Like, well, we had uh, Brian from Beast Mode Archery here. It was our hundredth episode, I believe, as okay or as where to hunt. Okay. And you had major problems, and Brian and I are just sitting there. That is one where I stabbed myself with. That is the one where you took your laptop, you were flustered, ran downstairs, you came back. There was a handful of screws, a finger bloody, and a lot of. I got it working. Yeah, I got this thing working, and but I stabbed myself. (laughs) Yes, you did. There's blood all over the place. Um, You're not a podcaster unless you're bleeding. At some point, we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on this thing. Also, not a tradesman unless you're bleeding. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was a that was a historical moment. I remember when we had uh, the Exodus guys stop by. That was we met Chad for the first time, and he was a he's a towering man. Yeah, having the guys over from Exodus that was a great great episode. I thought, and it was one of those where it's like we didn't have enough time to hang out with them. I felt like we. Kind of, yeah, yeah. They they came because they were doing content. They came uh, they from were doing somewhere, a, then they stopped. Yeah, here, they came they from Infault's place. Yep. and stopped over here. And that's when the studio was in my son's bedroom. Now, yeah, before this was yep. built down here. Yep. So we had Luke and Cam and Chad all jammed in there, and I think we had. Did we have Jake in there too? I think Jake was with. There was four, three yeah, or four of them. They had a four. camera guy. It was J- Jake, Jake was with. Jake Hofer was with. Yep. So. All those guys jammed in there. It was a little warm in that room. Too. It was a hot night yeah. in that room. Yep. We told ghost stories at some point. Actually, that was my favorite ghost stories. Yeah. I ever heard, which was the the tree that two hunters got allegedly pushed out of without anyone there to push them out of. Two years apart, EMT said that's weird. Someone said the same thing last year that they felt like they were pushed. Research had shown that that tree was a, a lynching tree back in the day. That's wild. And that was a story Chad had shared. And I was like, we all had, we literally all had goosebumps. Yeah, grown, it was grown pretty, men. Pretty wild. Doing a podcast. Yep. Goosebumps. Uh, that, was, that was a fun episode. I think, you know, I really enjoyed, uh, I thought it was pretty cool driving to Doug Duran's uh, yeah, farm property. That, that was, was a pretty, pretty memorable thing. And I got to be involved with some things with him afterwards, too, you know, helping do some mentor hunting on his property. And, um, just getting to know them a little bit, and that, that whole crew is—they're—they're they're great people. They help a lot of people. They do. They help a lot of people get into hunting. They—they, they, you know, try to really show them how to manage property, manage ground, share the land, share the land. Um, you know, manage it with people managing, and uh, ecologically. Mm-hmm. You know, doing timber harvest, clean up. You know, what what plants to use, what not to use. They're they're great people. Um, highly recommend their content. Good stuff. What else do we do? I f- I feel like we should have more callers tell us things about what we've done in the past. Because yeah. like my brain only goes so far back. Like I feel like I can remember back to like when Derek almost hit his head on the I beam in here. Yeah, his uh, his little man lift kit here that I'm sitting on. <laughs> that was pretty little man pretty comical, kit. but that wasn't too long ago. Or when you dumped a beer. Trying to open a beer and then oh yeah, one spilled out all over that, that jackassing around, yeah, or all of the bite marks out of the table from trying to open beer. I finally got a bottle opener sitting. Yeah, here, so we got a couple of bottle openers. So Just try to solve problems. This adds to its character along with the uh, ATV tread marks that are left in it and everything else from my ATVing days. I no, thought I think, I mean, 
watching an event come to fruition in in Foam Fest. Oh yeah, that's a pretty yeah. memorable thing. Um, you know, it's something that you and I were working on. You said something, I said something. I think we both kind of came to the Foam Fest. Oh yeah, we should do that. Mm-hmm. So it that, went. That thing it was a, pig, a roller coaster. That thing was a pig to plan. Oh, it was. It was a slippery pig at that. It was very slippery. We thought we had it. And then it went away, and then we caught it again just by the tippy toe, and it kicked and squealed and got away from us again, and yeah. Yeah, what a pain in the arse. Yep, some people can shit in a swinging jug and win. That's not us. Yeah, I feel like everything's an uphill battle. <laughs> it's always a challenge. You know, we were going to do foam, we were originally called Foam Fest because we were going to do the, an archery shoot, a three-day archery shoot at a brewery. And right. so, like, there was Hence a play on words, foam, foam beer, all this. So we kept the name, <coughs> but then we had to change venues quick and in a hurry, which proved to be challenging. I had to join a, a archery club. Mm-hmm. I had to join the Wisconsin uh, Archery Bowhunters Association um, as a personal member. So I'm a member of two things as a result of that. That's not a bad thing. Not terrible. No, it's great. Um, I feel bad because I don't volunteer a lot, but then my membership fees go up, so I pay right. more because uh, right. I don't have a lot of time with three young kids to, to be scooting. 45 minutes up the road but right it's a beautiful venue worked out great this year they had converted themselves to a 501c3 not-for-profit which then presented a whole new swath of unforeseen you know hurdles to navigate sure and we got through it which i okay i was like hey we'll get through it (laughs) like we'll get through it and we did so the event is set for august 26 and um full steam ahead let's go we're gonna have fun uh the difference this time is we are partnering up with the, with, with the Wisconsin DNR Learn to Hunt program. Perfect. We are partnering up with uh, BHA, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, Wisconsin chapter. And um, Bear Archery has given us two bows again, which is exciting. All awesome. of our partners are throwing in product for us. Uh, we even got a $500 gift card for, uh, for from First Light for a winner. Wow. Uh, of the course, and winner is going to be relative. We're not, we do things different, not better. So I don't care if you're better than everyone at the 3D course. That may or may not get you to win something. Right. Um, in, in, in last year's case, it was the worst shot that got you something. Uh, we're going to do it a little bit differently this year because I don't want people sh- point shaving out there. Right. But, um, you know, we, we have a youth shed hunt that Derek put on. My wife brought sensory bins for the kids that were outdoor-centric. There's going to be some youth archery things that are happening there in conjunction with the Learn to Hunt folks. That'll be cool. Um. Yeah, so I've been plot, plotting and scheming on the back end here in the background trying to get this thing off the ground, and it should be a fun. The other thing that's changed is camping. So this year you can camp overnight. So bring your tent, bring your wives, your kids, bring your family. If you're a female uh, archer, bring your husband, bring your kids. Like Bring the crew and uh, stay for a while. We'll have a bonfire. We'll share stories, cook some meals. We'll have uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner will be provided uh, by us. So, like... If you want extra snacks after midnight, that's on you. But by and large, it should be a really good time. So sweet. I feel like yeah. And in, inside of one year, look, listen, I'm <laughs> the stuff I'm listing off is far and beyond what we did last year. And last year we had a great time. I think we had 40, 45 attendees in total. It was good. It was fun. Kids came and found sheds, got candy colored. Uh, we pr- prizes were given, bows were shot, arrows were lost. It was great. Yeah, it was a, a very good time. Who else we got in here? Any, any other callers? Want to call in? Numbers on the screen, 262-757-4122. We're going to be live for a little bit longer here, just shooting the breeze, talking about, I don't know, reminiscent stuff. Yeah. I uh, We got more. I'll just I keep throwing comments up on the screen. But uh, congrats. Keep it up. Thank you. 
Jess, thank you for supporting us. Jessica Reed is Tyler's wife. Tyler's the co-founder of the of the business entity here, so he's highly involved. I mean, heck, speaking of Tyler, I remember when he got to come over here in the podcast studio and do the the Wired to Hunt podcast with us when we got to guest on Mark's show. And that was a big moment for us. That was a little over a year ago. It felt like a big moment. Yeah, and it I wasn't long after we got I still have people reaching out saying, hey, I just heard you on the Wired to Hunt podcast. I'm like, that was a year ago. Um, people are listening back. He's got a huge reach. He's a good personality. He does a lot for conservation. He just joined uh, some board. What was it? Um, a conservation board of some sorts. I can't remember the name. Derek was talking about last week with me a little bit. Okay. Mark did. I mean, the dude's written a book about conservation, about that. It's called That Wild Country. That's how we initially got him on our podcast to reach out to his publisher. And then she booked him. I don't even think he had knew <laughs> what podcast he was about to be yeah. on. Poor Mark. And then uh, it, it's some, we must have done an okay job because he eventually invited us on his, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Calder actually just put in the comments here. Um, that's when I found you guys on the Wired On podcast. Imagine that. So go figure. Um, yeah, so it's interesting how. You know, consistency over time. We show up in the studio every week. I mean, some people miss a week, or I miss a week, or you miss a week, or Derek's gone gallivanting across the globe. Mm -hmm. um, like, we all have lives to live. We do this on the on the fringe of our yeah, lives. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm traveling more for work, going to look at trouble jobs and do training across the country for, for my regular job. And uh, i got to make it work somehow. It's so. Yeah, it's a balancing act. It's a balancing act. We love it, or we wouldn't continue to do it. Right. We are not. I'm not complaining. That's not what this is. I'm right. just saying, like, because we show up in this room every Tuesday to drink bourbon and talk about deer and have a great time, we've been having some really good opportunities, you know? Yeah. And that wouldn't happen if we didn't do this. If we didn't have 100 episodes of this episode, this is probably actually like episode 300-something if you go way back to 2013 when it all started. But episode 100 at one a week at 52 weeks in a year, I think we may have missed like one or two weeks through holiday season or something or like a random vacation. That happens. But other than that, we, we, we show up, you know, for sure. We try not to, to skip a beat at all. Um, and then we tried to double up and do even more last year by, by hiring Jace with Martinetto Media to be our producer and uh, videographer in the field. And we launched our first ever uh, hunting show on YouTube and Carbon TV. I think that's been pretty fun to do, too. Wired to Hunt is where I found you, too. Look at this. See, all these guys yep. find us on Wired to Hunt. Sounds like we should do another Wired to Hunt episode, huh? Someone yeah. ought to tap Mark on the shoulder. <coughs> He's listening. On. I was going to, like, send a message to all these guests we've had on in the past. Like, call in. But I just didn't do it. And I felt like, you know what? Let's let our listeners call in. If they want if they want to support us, call in. Uh, we've heard from, I think Zach has called in before, Calder has called in before. All the folks that are commenting on the screen in the live broadcast yeah. have called in at some point in time or other. Oh, those, are, uh, those are ride or die people. Yeah. I thought, speaking of the show, I brought this down because I still have it apparently. It goes to show that I don't really use it. I, don't, I bought it in some pinch probably on like some road trip where I was like, oh, I need deodorant. It's probably a quick trip had. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's literally called Dark Temptation. And I'll never forget when Derek found this and he goes, why do you have this in your... Why is this down here? And he did this whole, like, you know, montage of, like... Oh, yeah. It was kind of like the Talladega Night it. scene where they're, like... Where they're doing all the, the product stuff. Yes. Yeah. And then he tried to spray it, and he couldn't figure out how to open the sprayer, which then just made him look like more of an okay as hunter than we could have imagined. You can kill big deer, Derek, but you can't open a deodorant bottle. That's a tricky one. 
He might catch one in the, in the face with that. Dark temptation. It tempts them. Uh, so yeah, I think man, over the course of a couple of years, we've had a lot of fun. We've you're wearing one of the shirts, take me to the deer woods with the the square square body style truck. My I designed that truck after a truck my dad had. Yeah, and I had one like this. I'm dating myself, but that was one of my favorite trucks. I think my dad had two of them, yeah. like one after another. I, I remember a, one was I had so a 75 and an 85, and then I had an 89 Blazer. Okay, so. Full size what, yeah, I forget what they even called the full size back then. It wasn't a Silverado, was it? it yeah, it's Silverado, Scottsdale, or Cheyenne. Scottsdale, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know my Chevys. I know my Chevys. I know my Chevys. But they, yeah, I remember the one was so rusted out. I'd he'd, he'd we'd be driving. I could see the the lines on the road through the rusted. But you know floor. what was cool about those trucks? You could go to the boneyard and find a transmission transfer case. You could engine. stand in the engine compartment right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah to I fix don't know. It. I, my '85, I'd probably swap five engines in that thing. All boneyard engines are ones we piece together and you get a little mileage out of them and then you know oil pump would crap out because they had a quarter of a million miles <laughs> on them and what engine was in those which 305 350 yeah. uh late late 70s they had the 400 small block if you went with a three-quarter ton you'd get a 454 in it if you wanted it otherwise it was mostly 350s that was a pretty solid engine yeah we do have a caller zach church thanks for calling in buddy Saw you in the comments there. How you doing? Hey, hey great. How are you guys? Good, man. We're, what do you know? We're okay. Good. I told you all last week I wouldn't call and bother you for a couple of weeks, but it, I didn't know this was your 100th episode, so I just want to call and say congrats. Thank, Thank you. you. We didn't know either. <laughs> 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 it snuck up on us. I was like, shit, we got to do something. What are we going to do? I don't know. And I just made it up per usual as we went. But no, thanks for calling in, buddy. And I didn't, I didn't realize you had heard about us on the Wired to Hunt podcast. It sounds like a few of the folks that are tuning in heard us that way. Yeah, I got back from deployment last summer and uh, was listening to them trying to get caught up on some deer stuff where I missed the whole hunting season for deployment and uh, heard you guys on theirs when I was mowing the yard. And then I started listening to you guys more than them. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to take listeners away from Mark, but if you if you uh, came over to the dark side, so to speak, like cheers to that. You know, I'd I, I, uh, I associate more with the OKS guys than I do the the pros over there. No, I listened to Mark uh, earlier today too. So. I, I think sure. Mark is definitely an OKS hunter. Like he seems <laughs> like he's one of us. He also knows like he's far more organized, but he definitely seems to have that that OKSness about him, where he's goofing stuff up. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yes. That's just my sneaking suspicion. Right. But, yeah, thanks for the call, buddy. We'll let you get back at it over there. Hey. Thanks for your service. Hey, no problem. Uh, oh, no, appreciate you guys. I'll keep listening. Uh, hopefully this time it'll be a couple weeks. I'll call back and bother you. All right, cheers, Awesome. Man. Look forward to it. Uh, congrats. That's nice. Yes. It's nice to hear from everybody saying congrats. That's cool. Like, we're getting a lot of, yeah. a lot of good comments here as we just uh, – move out. Sorry, we don't have a topic for tonight, like – Early season? I don't know. I put out that, uh, I don't know what you call it, the the gift, the meme, the, the the thing, the video. Yeah. With, uh, what's that comedian's name even? Matt Matt's listening. And Matt, what's that comedian's name that, that uh, you like? The dude with the mullet. The dude with the mullet. What's his name? I can't think of his name. Vaughn? Is it Vaughn? Might be. Vaughn something? He, whatever he was on there's like this show on i don't know if it's on you it's on youtube but it might it might be somewhere else that i haven't seen but it's definitely on youtube where 
celebrities. Yeah, Theo Vaughn. Thanks, Matt. There you go. Theo Vaughn. These celebrities sit down with this. I don't know who the dude is, but he like makes people like go through a progression of eating hot wings, and so he starts with like yeah, mild, medium, hot to like scorching, and Theo Vaughn, and and uh, everybody else for that matter. By the time they get to the end, they're getting like. I think actually I liked how Theo Von put it. He said, it feels like my face is getting rearranged right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he was getting aggressive with the host. He's like, I'm s- he was getting mean. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm like really having a hard time right now. Feels like my face is getting rearranged. <laughs> he's like, everything's on fire. So whatever, I took this clip of him eating these wings, and he's like, everything is hot. The towels are hot. Everything's hot. I'm like, it's like gutting a deer on opening season, you know, uh, in the opener. Yeah. So when you get to opening season, you got to contend with heat and flies. And behold, uh, before we get to roll on with our conversation, two more calls just landed in the queue. Perfect. You want to grab them? Grab them. Who do we got? Who do we got? It's screening them. Let's see. We have. Uh, we'll just bring on someone from Watertown. I think. Watertown. Oh, water. Wow, there's a Watertown in New York. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hey, you're live on the show. Welcome uh, to the OK Center podcast. What's going on? Hey, who do we got? This is Calder Rogi. How are you guys doing? Calder, what's going on? Calder calling in. Yeah, not not too much. How are you guys doing? Yeah, pass me up as Watertown, New York, probably. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's weird because we have a Watertown, Wisconsin, and we actually refer to it as Watertucky. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it is in New York, but it's pretty <laughs> what we would call podunk. Okay. Yeah. As our water town is uh, just east of Lake Ontario. It's just right there. So I think that has something to do with it, right where St. Lawrence River meets Lake Ontario, kind of. You guys yeah. getting all that, that wildfire smoke, too, over there, or what? Uh, we did a couple weeks ago. Honestly, it was bad. That, like, uh, New York City down below me a ways, you know, they had some of the worst air pollution in the world from that, I guess, for a couple days there. And we definitely got it. Um, I was up in Canada uh, two weekends ago playing a fast pitch softball tournament and it was still smoggy up there. Um, it was still definitely noticeable. You smell walk out and whatnot, but yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just in the car here right now cruising around with my little two and a half year old girl and uh, doing a little bit of scouting, looking for some deer from the road. But I just wanted to call in and say congratulations to you guys. Hope uh, you guys are still enjoying the grind. Oh yeah, we love the grind, man. We we really do, and it's good to hear that you're with your daughter scouting for deer. I've tried to do that with my three kids in the minivan, and it didn't go great. They just ended up fighting over the binoculars, <laughs> and I couldn't reach all of them in back. <laughs> I think I called Greg even. He's like, "Why, did you, like why did you call me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got the ice cream beforehand, so that helps out. Ooh, but uh, yeah, I got some. <laughs> I got some blinds set up this year, and I don't know. She's only two and a half. She turns three in August, so we'll see if I can get her out for a sitter. Cool. cool. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, thanks for the call. Appreciate it, and thanks for the encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of the day. I'll continue to listen in. Yeah, Thank likewise, you. bud. Hopefully you see some uh, some nice bucks in Velvet. You have right. a good night. Yes. We got, uh, oh, it's our boy from Wyoming. Levi Carey entering the podcast. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Hey. Oh, not much. Sitting in a hotel in Cheyenne, Wyoming. What so, are you doing over yeah, there? Who let me. you into their hotel? 
little, little, little <laughs> right, honeymoon with the missus or what? No, I wish it was that nice. No, I'm here for work, talking about poo water and water to drink. So, oh, nice. Yeah, that's the that's the real job. So, yeah. But how you guys been? I, I I'm excited that it's hundredth episode. I was like kind of thinking like that's it. That's what I thought. More than that, but then yeah. I was like, oh yeah, the, the where to hunt days too. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. the where to hunt days didn't factor into our hundredth episode of this, this is podcast. One hundred two Yeah, yeah, yeah. For us, yeah, so, yeah. I'm sure we're somewhere around three hundred. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, we we rebranded, Whew. so we're we're owning the rebrand for sure, dude. Where have you ever had smoke Do wagon uh, bourbon from Las Vegas? Mm. No, I haven't. I'm not much of a, a bourbon guy, to tell you the truth. It, I, I just don't know. Um, it does more say, of a rum guy, but we won't get into that. It does oh, say okay. not for the faint of heart. So maybe that's why, Levi. No, you probably kick my ass oh, on the mountain. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you know, talk too much shit. But it's it's a really cool bottle. Why, why would I? Why would I? <laughs> cool. I I still have been meaning to send you guys that bottle of Wyoming whiskey. Just I mean I. I've right. been talking about it for like what two years now. Still yeah, done since episode one. Pick it up. Some guy <laughs> ran right through your town. You were probably knee deep in, in water or something when uh, when I did drive through, and I didn't even stop. Sorry. It's all good, man. You were you were busy. You were with the family. I totally <laughs> understand how it goes. So yeah, yeah. I'm actually uh, taking a guy out from Wisconsin this year, uh, elk hunting. He drew an elk tag. And, nice. Uh, a good buddy of mine. So, cool. yeah, we're going to hit up uh, that area that you drove through and yep. have a good old time. It, it, should be, it should be fun. Well, if you ever draw a moose tag, I think that's the place to go because I saw more of those than I think I've ever – I definitely saw more of those than I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's definitely a premier place to draw a moose tag for Cyrus Moose in Wyoming. Yeah, that's a uh, a heck of a place to draw it. Yeah. How uh, many how many so, states have we taken but, calls from just tonight? So far, I, I lost track. I wasn't really factoring that in, but we've covered we're covering the country pretty good so one far. One hand, Eric. Not not quite past one count? hand. <laughs> <laughs> not quite what, yeah, past one. Hand. Yeah, once we get past that, we're out of luck. <laughs> uh, you know us too well, love Levi. It, love it. Thanks for the call, buddy. And I hope you have a good hotel stay. There better not be any bed bugs, and you better check. No, it's it's a pretty nice place, so oh, well, we'll, we'll be all right. All right. All That's right. good. Anyway, That's congratulations, good. you guys. Uh, I know how hard of work it can be, and uh, you certainly hard do. work, but it's enjoyable. Yeah, what, what number episode are you on on your podcast, by the way? I don't know. I kind of quit counting. i got to be close to 200 now. That I would girl. say, so, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you've been chatting with us for at least two, three years now, and you've been, Pulling, I've been doing it been... for three years at Usually every week. I was gonna say yeah. you're very regular every week. I, I see your your lives on Instagram, and I tune into them for a little bit until I get called to do something, and then yeah, I yeah, you've been pulling feathers for three years. Pulling feathers has been making waves, so keep up the good work on your end too. <laughs> hey, thanks guys, I appreciate it. All right, man. But congrats to you guys. It's your night. Thanks, bud. Cheers. <laughs> see ya. One. See ya. See ya. Thank you. Cheers. That was nice of the call in. Levi's a good dude. He is a good dude. So speaking of podcasts, like I, I think he was probably on on the Where to Hunt podcast when he told the story of the horrors falling down the mountain. Him, him, and his co-host, former co-host, former now. co-host. Uh, I forgot, I forget his name even because I've really just stayed in touch with Levi by and large. Yeah. Um, 
But they had gone out on a hunt in Wyoming. They rented horses. The horse named Karen. The horse named Karen. And the one was sick or had a bellyache or something. Yeah. And they vaguely maybe knew about it. She rolled over. And it's funny because it was like this is like not a big part of the story. There's a bigger part of the story. Right. And he just glazed right past. Yeah, and then Karen rolled over and fell on the mountain. And we just, I was like, whoa, 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 go back. What do you mean the horse fell down the mountain? And they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> she laid over and then rolled and then like tumbled down the side of this ridge. And all of the gear went flying. It was flying. a yard sale. It was everywhere. Another yeah. more experienced guide was behind them and said, you need to shoot that horse. And they're like, we're not. I'm not paying for a horse. I'm not yeah. shooting it. They dragged the horse out. Yeah. That horse is still alive. Yeah. Or last time we talked to Levi, the horse was still around. Yeah. And like, it's a known thing in that community because it's not that big of a community. Yeah, that Don't rent those guys a horse. <laughs> don't borrow them a horse. Don't rent them a horse. <laughs> I just thought that was like the wildest thing I had heard. Like, what oh do you mean man. a horse fell down the freaking mountain? We got another uh, caller here. Looks like, uh, Andrew, you're live on the podcast. Thanks for calling in. Where are you out of? I'm out of Virginia, actually. Zach told me to call back in the comments, and I was busy pruning some stuff in the garden, and I just saw it, and I was just going to congratulate y'all. He actually got me hooked on y'all a couple months ago. I'm sorry oh. to hear that, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling <laughs> Thank <in>. you. Zach's <laughs> yeah. uh, a buddy from high school, and we hunt together a few times, and he got me latched on to y'all. Uh saying you, you like these guys because they're they're okay you know like well i'm an okay guy too so i'm sweet. not much of a great hunter so i'm an okayest guy yeah. <laughs> sweet yeah i don't think anyone's ever been more okay than us we will set the bar as low as possible and everyone else can like aspire to be as as okay as us but i promise it'd be a lot of work to get as okay as us so as long as we know there is a bar that's all it matters <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's down the road there's a lot of bars uh, in Wisconsin. We don't need to go to a bar. Yeah, we got it right we here. We got a in the whiskey basement. bar right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bar is low. We are in the basement. We're actually yeah. underground right now. So it works out pretty good. <laughs> These analogies just lining up like dominoes. Yeah, I like listening to y'all. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm good, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, how long have you been listening? You said a couple months? Oh, no, no. I'm just saying. I, I think uh, Zach got me hooked on y'all about January or February. Okay. It was a little bit before turkey season. Okay. And I took him turkey hunting. Uh, we turkey hunted a lot this spring, and it, we just, I just continue listening on. We're getting ready for deer hunting. Actually, I've been checking trail camera pictures as I was listening to listening to you also. You got any? You got was, anything? Uh, you got any shooters showing up? Any shooter me? bucks? Maybe, maybe one. But on my pr property where I hunt at, a lot of them look like they're a lot of youngins. So I may have an eight pointer come out, but we'll see what what happens with that one. Well, in Virginia, the deer, the body of the deer aren't, well, aren't as big as what I would expect to see here in Wisconsin, but the, but the racks can get just as big. I've actually seen some yeah, debates about this on social recently. This is just my experience. Like the deer that I see, uh, uh, that I where I punt at, they they got good racks. Like I've got, I got a nice six pointer last year. He's a big six pointer, but he was like, I mean, like hitting two hundred pounds around here is a rare thing. Sure. You know, for a big body deer. When I was out in Virginia a while yeah. back, I remember seeing guys taking deer down. I was like, and it big rack, and they were like jacked. They were just super jacked, and they should be. But I was like, a Wisconsin boy back in the day, I was like, that's a pretty small deer compared to what I'm used to seeing. Like, I just remember thinking that well, as oh, a yeah. young man, you know. Right. But to but be fair, I think it's the same. I think it's the same, but 
further south you go, the smaller they get yeah, for yeah. some reason. I think it has to do with heat. I think yeah. it has to do with heat disposition or something like that. I don't, right. I'm not a biologist. But yeah, I mean, I think that's where I heard red somewhere. They're a product of their own environment. They don't need to carry that weight in. Oh yeah, in, that's a good point. Yeah, they, don't need to, they don't need to stay warm through a winter. It's, necessarily. You know, ninety to hundred degrees all the time in high humidity. There's no reason for it, and they don't have oh, the yeah. same kind of. I mean, they've got I mean, black bears down there and coyotes, but they don't have wolves or, or mountain lions too often so i don't know like predator wise their their top predator is us i mean yep. bears they'll, they'll mess with the fawn and all that stuff but like i'm up on my property i'll catch a deer one hour and then two hours later there's a coyote there and then 30 minutes after that coyote leaves the deer's right where the coyote stands so the coyotes are leaving my deer alone they don't even mess with my deer i think they're just messing with the rabbits and the squirrels and whatnot sure interesting we got a lot of coyotes just in our neighborhood. Uh, I don't here. know what it is. I see about uh, two, two, three coyotes about every two weeks on that trail camera. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for, uh, for tuning in, man. We appreciate it. Uh, if you were closer, I'd say come to Foam Fest, but hopefully you followed along on the YouTube series we put out. The, uh, we'll see how it goes. Episodic, whatever you want to call oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 every time your videos get posted, I check them out. Oh, cool, man. Cool, man. man. That means a lot to us. We Thank try, you. We try uh, hard. Well, you were talking about old Chevy trucks. You're talking about the old Chevy trucks. I still have a 95 K1500. Cool. I drive it around to this day. You're on camera, Greg. Show your shirt off and, real quick. Uh, if you can. There it is. Yes. Yep. I had a, but, uh, I had a 95. He said K5. He didn't K5 say Blazer. 95 Chevy. Okay. Yep. 95. Interesting. So that's a round, that, that's when they yeah. rounded out a little bit then, right? Yeah, of course, not, so they, that's they changed. I probably when they started actually naming it Silverado, I think. They changed the body style, 88, 89. And then I had an 88 Chevy yeah. Blazer with the 2.8 V6 5-speed two-door. That was an two S10. Yeah. It was an S10. Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was – everyone just thought it was a Jeep. It was it was gray, like flat gray, five-speed with a huge throw yeah. on that thing. Oh, yeah. ton of fun to drive. I love that thing. Yeah, it my, was great. My grandfather – my grandfather gave that to me about two years before he passed, and he drove it ever since he bought it in 95. Things only got 86,000 miles on it, Steve. What? Well, that's yeah. cool, man. That's pretty yeah, special. Yeah, I think you know. And you guys don't get snow out there. It's not like, you're, it's not like your roads are getting all salted. That thing's probably in pretty good shape, body-wise. Oh, yeah. There's not an ounce of rust on it. Yeah. I, I keep it in the garage, and he kept it in the garage. Our, our trucks, our vehicles go to trash here with the salt on the roads. If you're driving in the winter months, they'll go to crap. But obviously, if you're if you're by the ocean, you get that salty air. That'll that'll lead them up a little bit over time. But nothing like the literal salt on the road here in Wisconsin Midwest. Oh yeah, we got some, we got a lot of salt on the road here too. But I, I I try everything I can. If I drive that thing in the snow and there's salt on the road, I take it to car wash and I wash the bottom of it as quick as I can because nice. they're bad for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, thanks for the call. Appreciate the fact that uh, you're listening, and, and uh, thanks for Zach for tuning in to us. And also, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I know you're fine, buddy. Congrats, guys. We'll listen to you. Thank you. Thanks. See you. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun to hear that kind of stuff. We don't know. We don't know people listen. I mean, I see the numbers, but like, I, that's not real to me. It's, right. al- <laughs> it's actually almost like. Here's an analogy. I'll take a stab at an analogy while I play footsie with you. Yeah. Um. You spend money in your checking account on a debit card or credit card, it's numbers on a screen. You spend cash, you feel it. Yeah. You get your change back, you put it in your pocket, and you're like, eh, maybe I'm going to hold on to that 20. You know, it's different. I see numbers on a screen as our listeners. It doesn't mean much to me. When someone calls in and say they're listening to us, that's the cash. 
yeah. feel it differently. I don't know. I don't know why I felt like saying that. I just felt like that made sense to me. Yeah, we got five collars. That's that's five bucks in our pocket that we didn't have. It just means something to have for someone for y'all to call in and give us a vote of confidence by dialing a phone number on your phone, which is by the way an antiquated way of communicating according to Gen whatever the hell they are, X B B C Z, I don't know. The youngins, they prefer what's called asynchronous communication where they don't want to pick up a phone. They'd rather text. I think it's pretty cool to know that y'all are calling us. Yeah, and, but there's, there's also asynchronous going on. People are commenting on the screen. Not everyone can call. I get that people have kids or kids and they're doing things and gardening, right taking their kid for a ride, shooting their bow out in the woods. Like we've had people actually listen in the forest and and like call us from the tree stand before, yeah. and we yelled at them like, "Stop calling us, go hunt." Yeah, that's been kind of funny. We had another caller out of Philadelphia, uh, out of PA. If if they got if it got the name right, we we're talking to Bobby Dice. <laughs> Bobby, is that your name? Welcome wow. to the show. You, you got you got the last name on the first take, my friend. Nice. Wow, that's great because it totally messed up someone else's name earlier. So welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Eh, not bad. How are you guys? Okay. We're okay. Yeah, we're okay. Hundredth <laughs> episode. Uh, we're, it, we're it's drinking. raining. We're drinking bourbon. What's the day again? Hundredth episode. We're drinking bourbon. Oh, I had oval. I had oval. I had oval came with dinner. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. So you're in PA. You said it's raining out there. Yeah, it, it's been uh, raining pretty hard. We had some thunderstorms earlier. That's the time of year, I suppose. What? Uh, how long have you been listening to the show for? Oh, look. Uh, uh, I think I've been listening to you guys probably since like late winter. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in. First time caller, long time listener. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, congratulations on your hundred show. I can't believe it. You guys are already at a hundred. Yeah, we can't either. I, I thought we were further than that, but then I, I keep saying out loud, like fifty-two weeks in a year, we do about an episode a week. So I guess yeah, that makes sense. I thought we'd mm. be further along, but I mean, in all technicality, we've been at it for longer. But this is the hundredth episode of this particular brand of podcast mm -hmm. when we when we renamed everything about two years ago. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but thank I mean, you. I mean, I can remember like being on, on Instagram and like remember hearing like the what was it? What, how'd you guys say like the okay is Hunter? I mean, oh, that, that was, yeah, I, I got it. I got fun. it somewhere. Oh no, I don't anymore. Nope. I thought I did. You wiped it. I thought no, wait, I still got it, don't I? No, I don't. Yeah, you said yeah, okay I mean, is I'm Hunter. A... Yeah, yeah. Then you've been with us for a while because we stopped doing. <laughs> People hated that, which was funny to me because then they remembered really? it. They remembered it, but they're like, man. Even my really, really good friend Shane was like, oh, every time I try to escape the video before that happens, and I hate it. <laughs> but 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 because that what happens, then it sticks in your brain for the rest of the damn day. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. You know, you, you, you do a bit, and you, you, you cut it off with that. I mean, that's, that's hilarious. We should bring it back. We might I have still to got do. the sound Might bite. have to do a I little flashback. Might have to do, like, flashback Fridays I'll or I'll just something. play that on repeat for a whole minute. Don't do that. <laughs> Just pissed everyone off all nah, over don't again. Do that. <laughs> yeah, but people like message us, man. I hate that thing. I'm like, yeah, but you message us. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. No, yes, you've been with it for a while. We 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 keep trying to we try to stay with the times on the Instagram and the TikTok. We try to do relevant stuff. Like we started, when we started in 2020. It was just like, you know, me memes or whatever. Like you go to Giphy and I had to get a GIF. It had no audio. It was mm -hmm. just a quick clip. 
and we try to think of something that applied to hunting and now we've got it's like a superpower now i can't watch anything without going oh yeah i can make that about hunting it's like <laughs> challenge accepted my wife it drives her nuts we can't watch a movie without me going i gotta i gotta i gotta, I gotta find this clip on youtube real quick <laughs> <laughs> wow so you getting ready for no, hunting I, season I like out it. there am i getting ready for hunting season is that yep yeah, I, I honestly cannot wait. I really can. I mean, I've been putting in so much work over in New Jersey. Are you hunting public or private? Yeah. Public. I've been hunting public since 2018. Nice. So what kind of work are you putting in to, to get ready for public in New Jersey? i just been scouting and putting up trail cameras when – you know, I think I'm going to be hunting somewhere like maybe like later down the road because that's what I've been doing with trail cameras lately, just letting them sit for at least a year. But just finding good places where, you know, I'll have, have the best opportunity to at least to see something and like whatever time I can take off. Yeah, no, that's that's half the battle, man. You got to see something. You got to get away from the pressure. What's the pressure like out there? Um, I can't tell you firsthand because, I mean, I hunted New Jersey like a long time ago and since 2018, I've been hunting in my, my own home County and you don't see a whole lot of, you don't see a whole lot of pressure in PA during the, you don't see it until like firearm season, but you just don't still see like a whole lot of deer. Like you got to look pretty hard and you just got to know the knowledge of like where you're going to find them. Greg's been one of my biggest, uh, mentors throughout the last couple of years i would say we were reflecting on like memories and episodes and shenanigans and i think you know I, I don't know greg's just been there with me so having that having that person that can help be your sherpa or navigate your give you that coaching or help you figure things out on your own or whatever put the puzzle pieces together it's been really nice to have that do you have anyone that like is kind of helping you out in that in that regard or um no i personally don't have anyone here. I mean, my father, you know, who, who got me into hunting, I mean, but it was hunting for my father was more like a, it was more like the, you know, leisure, leisure time. It's not like we put it, he put it like a lot of serious work in it, like getting a deer, especially like, you know, coming he, you know, like back in the seventies when we had to go, he had to go up North, get a, get a deer. I mean, it was just pretty much vacation time. But for me, ever since like back in 2019, when I actually, you know, started learning some stuff and when I applied it and it actually worked, it's like, yeah, this, I, since like there was like actual hope that like if you start applying more it's really going to work yeah and getting out and putting boots on the ground and walking around and learning how oh. deer use things and what kind of sign they leave you're always learning something new. exactly it's endless and that's mm -hmm. why we love it and that's why we try to stay as greg talks about you know serving up a piece of humble pie you gotta stay humble you gotta have humility if you're not willing to humiliate mm -hmm. yourself in some way, shape, or form, and I'm not—I don't mean like embarrassing. I just mean, you know, have some humility. That's when you're going to learn something. If you're too afraid to experience that, then you're going to get stuck in a comfort zone, and you're not going to learn new stuff. And then you're going to get stuck wherever you're at, which might be fine, and that's not a bad thing necessarily. But the learning part is the part that I love. I think that uh, quote from Ted Lasso state. Well, it's not from Ted Lasso, but that's where I heard about it. Stay curious. I forget the actual where that quote actually came from, but stay curious. You know, that's important. That's an important thing to to remember as mm -hmm. a as a hunter for sure. But uh, no, thanks. And not only that, just like, but I'll, I'll just add to that, like, just like set 
goals that like they're not not too hyper realistic so like in 2021 you know my goal was just to at least let an arrow fly at a deer whether it would be a clean miss or a clean i i had like two deer i had missed i mean yeah it kind of stinks that i missed both of them inside of a week but you know what you at least set baby steps or like goals that are just going to make you keep keep you interested in the game that's yes. fair. Yep. And everyone's at a different stage in the hunter's journey. Like we talked about being on Mark Kenyon's podcast and he on the spot asked us for 10 commandments. <laughs> and we're like, ah, what? We didn't think about this. You didn't prep us for this. Like shit. We're panicking. It's scrambling around <laughs> like, like crazy. But it was, it was definitely um, a good thing to think about. That was one of the things we talked about is like everyone's at a different stage in their hunter's journey. Yeah. There's different stages to that journey. And, you and know, it's, and it's not fair to judge people when they're on a different path than you are and, and they have different ambitions and different goals. You do you, let them do them and, and move on with life. Going. Congratulate them when they succeed because, you know, you might not succeed. I didn't succeed with my bow at all last year. I had lots of failure and now I'm on a mission to improve that this year. Yeah. But, uh, no, dude, thanks for the call. We got two more behind you, so we're going to get to them and, uh, we appreciate the call and the listenership and, Stay tuned. We're yes. always doing more. Thank you. Oh, no, no problem, guys. See ya. I'm just going to break it up with this awesome song that I love. Oh, man. Here we go. I again. just wanted to, like, <laughs> just really. Where's your pink squirrel? How do you not like this song? Just not a Swifty. Just come on. Let's calm down. Huge. Yeah, I am Taking calm, shots man. at me like it's Patron 7 a.m. Just calm down. Dude, I'm not taking shots at you. You're not Patron. <laughs> All right, we got. Uh, I think I think if my auto transcription got it right, we got Tim from Cedar Springs, Michigan. You're live on the podcast. What's going on? Hey guys, how's it going? Good, Tim. What do you know today? Oh, I know. I wish I was drinking like you guys are. <laughs> yeah, it's going down real nice. It's getting smoother and smoother. It usually does. What would you guys say is your favorite bourbon? Um, I'm kind of, I like the High West stuff. I know it's a little rougher, but I don't mind the High West. It's it's a decent drinkable bourbon. It's reasonably priced. What is the stuff that I like? I'm trying to think of it. It's the um, Maker's Mark, but it's the That's 101. Nice stuff, too. But it's, but it's the, specifically, it's the 101, I yeah. think it's called. Yeah, it's a bit smoother than that. Oh, yeah. For the right. potency that it is, it's it's smoother than less potent bourbons, and yeah. I think that is one of my absolute favorite bourbons. Now, my my favorite scotch is my go-to favorite scotch is Johnny Walker Black, uh, but tonight we're enjoying this, okay. the smoke wagon, and mainly because the smoke in the air. Otherwise, we'd be we'd be sucking on this twelve-point drop dine bourbon. Uh, that's they're, decent bourbon. They're friends too. of ours, yeah. Yep. Okay, I'll uh, check that one out. What about you, Tim? What do you like? Uh, I heard, I think, was it maybe last time you guys had Woodford Reserve Double Oak? Yeah, we did. Derek and I were drinking that, yeah. And then, uh, for Scotch, uh, big fan of that Balvenie, uh, 12 Double Wood. That stuff's really good. I'll have to check that out. A new one to try. We used to just drink Scotch, and we changed it up to bourbon, because there's just a lot of bourbon to choose from. (laughs) There's just a plenty. There's plenty of options. There's a ton. Yeah, yeah. which makes it for fun. sure. And uh, I want to say congrats on a hun- on a hundred episodes, guys. Thank you. 
Yeah, thanks a bunch. It's yeah, we're having fun. We're having lots of fun. Clearly, I mean, we're just down here talking about deer drinking bourbon. Like, how, it doesn't get much much more fun than that, other than hunting. Yeah, how could that get any better? Right. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. oh no, we have to do another podcast. Like, don't get me wrong, it's work, but it's fun work. It's the work that we enjoy. At least I enjoy because it's, it's a lot of work for me. Greg just gets to hang out and drink bourbon and leave. There's just a, there, there's always room for improvement. Just keep that in the back oh, of your thanks, mind. Oh, thanks, Greg. What I'm are you trying saying, to tell me? I'm just saying. As the know, mixer takes a crap? Eventually, upgrade to a pole shed and then an outdoor-indoor archery range, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and get better bourbon, probably. Maybe, or mm-hmm. whatever. Just saying. I think it's just, it's more, it's just more bourbon. Yeah, yeah, that's go. true. My wife. You know, you know, the quantity, I mean, you get over 50 bucks, I mean. It's all the same. You know, you're not really gaining so much anymore. <laughs> this is true. That's facts. Yeah, my wife, she, she's like, she tries to prep the house for when Derek and Greg come over a week. I'm like, it's Derek and Greg, they're here every week. You don't need to do anything. No, no, I have to clean. It has to be clean when they get here. And if you watch the OKS Hunter show, there's a, a Hunter Wives Tell All. And they all talk about this. And the other wives are like, why the hell are you cleaning for our husbands? They don't care. And she's like, I don't know. I don't, they, they care. I, I think they should. Wives they, are that way, though. I mean, my yeah. wife will be running around. You didn't clean the house. I'm like, There's nothing wrong with it. The laundry's in the, <laughs> in the basket. It's going. It's being cleaned. It, you know, dishes are done. Most of the dog hair's chased off the floor with the broom already. Um, I vacuumed the rug over here. Everything's fine. Ah, the place still looks like a disaster. Well, I, can, I could help make it look like a real disaster. You gotta, I'll, I'll bring my kids. But the point being is, like, this is out of my house. People come to my home, you know? Yeah. So at some at some point in time, it would be great to have a pole barn with an archery range. I'm, I would I would love that. That'd be sweet. Then my wife wouldn't have to clean every Tuesday. There not that she has to. I'm not making her do it. I tell her not to do it. Just saying. Anyway. You got to gain that, that favor capital, right? Mm-hmm. You got to do some of that. No, I'm doing this for you, honey. And then, uh, then that helps you get your pole barn. Yeah, the problem is I have a shit memory, so I don't keep tabs on things. I could do a hundred things and be like, "Oh, I didn't do anything oh. lately." And she's like, "Well, I did this, this, and that." And I'm like, nah, "I got nothing." <laughs> Even if I did stuff, I, I just, I just, yeah, I don't work that way. But uh, no, thanks for the call. We got another one behind you. We'll keep moving here. But thanks for the call and thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Appreciate you. You might be close yep, enough. You out guys of have a good night. Yeah, you consider, too, man. Con- consider Foam Fest if you haven't already. Will do. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. See ya. He's like, man, Michigan's a drive. I it don't know. Is. It's one hell of a drive. <laughs> it's a hike. Depends. Uh, we got Alex. You're live on the podcast. Thanks for calling in. Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. Uh, I'm calling from Florida. It's Alex Stein. How are you doing tonight? Hey, good. Good. Is this... <laughs> Wait a second. The Alex Stein? Absolutely. Well, I don't know what that... I don't know Alex Stein. However, we've had three calls from Florida the last few episodes all with different names but from the same place in florida Acala, florida am i saying that right no you're not saying it right at all and this isn't from Acala, florida it's uh, i mucked my number and my name's alex stein you guys didn't see me with Brittany griner at the airport i don't know who that is who is that Brittany griner she's uh we traded a an arms dealer for her in order to get her out of a Russian prison. <laughs> yes. This is Carl. I forgot the alias he called in from last week. But it was good. Why last... you gotta do why you gotta do me like that, dude? Granny, it was Granny Alex last Stein, week. Dude. This week we got Alex. I know the voice now and I know the location. Last week you were shooting manatees. 
the week before that, you're Ocala, dude. How do you say it's it? It's Ocala, bro. Yeah. Ocala. <laughs> well, let me let me try to get you to say Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Let's see how that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, see, it's, it's totally wrong, but it's okay. Yeah, worlds apart, worlds apart. Thanks uh, wait, for the that's call. That's the way you just said it. Wait, would you, if you're gonna lay it out for me, and the the other guy tried to cut me off. I saw you do the the next swipe thing. He was like, "Oh, I'm cutting this guy off." Yeah, I'm drunker than both of you, dude. <laughs> and it shows. <laughs> we love the pranks. We love the pranks. Oh man! At least it's contextual. We had one guy prank us and tell us he was giving uh, Jim Shockey a reach around or something like that. Yeah, so, you well, know, was, we'll 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 take your calls every time I see. How do you say it again? Ocala, Ocala, Florida. I'll bring you. I'll bring you on. Horse capital of the world, dude. Horse capital of the world. I'm glad you left it at horse capital. Not it is, it is, no, I'm not even. Is that a thing? Yeah, I'm not even kidding, bro. I, yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like I, you, John, I've had several run-ins with John Travolta. What was that movie he was in where he was like that smart guy? John Travolta. What was that one? None. No, no. He was like literally like some genius. Like a lightning struck him or something weird like that. Do you remember that movie? I don't. Michael? No, I no, don't. Was it Michael? The first no, that's where he's an angel. That's a different he was one. An angel. He was an, an angel, angel. That's a different Michael, one. dude. He yeah. wasn't smart. There was he another was one where an he angel. got so smart he could hear the trees talking. He's probably just really high. You think so? Yeah. It was that he was a, he was all hopped up yeah. on PCP? Yeah, something like that. But, dude, thanks for the call. We got more behind you. We're going to keep her rolling. 100th episode. The last three right, wouldn't be the same without you these days. So phenomenon. The Wait, hold on. Phenomenon. That was phenomenon. It. That's the one. That's thank the you. One. Thank you. I would have got stuck there. Thanks. I did no. Thank. <laughs> thank you. See, there's that radio right there. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Uh, Robert commented, "Phenomenon." Do you not remember that movie? That's an old yeah, one. It's an oldie. Yeah, he like what 90s. happened? Something happened Early to him. 2000s. He got like really smart. Not just smart, but like he could sense things. Like it's almost like the sixth sense opened up in his mind. I think the the brain is like, well, what's the saying? Like we only use ten percent of our brains. He's like, well, now I have ninety percent. There's been a lot of movies like this. There's that one with um, who's that gal that everyone likes? She's in the Avengers, also the Black Widow. What's her name? The actress. <sighs> I'm terrible with. <laughs> movie stuff. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. She she was in a movie where uh, she had some drugs like put into her belly to be a mule because she was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and then it got opened, and then she became, you know, like this. She, she became she, cocaine bear or what? She, yeah, <laughs> she became cocaine bear. She could access her whole brain, and it was like, oh, she's super. Yeah, he got hit by lightning. He did get hit by lightning. That's what I thought. Thanks, yep. Tony. Yep. Yeah, look at that phenomenon. Look at look at our listeners just carrying me through this freaking mm -hmm. show, mm -hmm. this shit show, as it were. Yeah, hundredth episode. Thanks everybody for calling in. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the patronage. 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 Patron. Thanks for patroning our uh, show over the the years. Thanks for following along on the OKS Hunter show on YouTube or Carbon TV, wherever the hell you're watching that. I don't know if you're watching it. If you haven't, check it out. It's kind of silly. Uh, we hope to see everybody at Foam Fest. Please go register so we can get a head count so we can start making everybody good food so we know what to buy for food because right now there's like four people registered and that's like peanut butter jelly sandwiches. If we get 40, we're, we're, it changes the dynamics a little bit. It's a different mm -hmm. paradigm. Certainly. <laughs> I can't make that many PB&Js. But if there's only four of you, that's what we're going to have. I'll order some Jimmy John's for all I care. That'll be great. Well. Anywho. 
I don't I don't know. Check out the OKS Fisher podcast. Check out the Updock podcast. We got some good stuff lined up for all of those things on deck. Uh, everybody that's part of this whole ecosystem or what do you want to call it, brand thing, mission stuff. It's just been fantastic how it's built momentum over the, the few years it's been around. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, and we appreciate every one of you. <laughs> if it's PB&Js, I'll need milk. Shouldn't have that milk. It was hot. There's a cow right milk down was in the corner. Milk was a bad choice. There's probably some cows we can go milk. Mm-hmm. It's been Horicon. Uh, it probably won't be PB and J's for real, but I think I think you're registered, Johnson. I think uh, I think you're on the registration list. What? And someone did comment Scarlett Johansson. Thank you, Robert. Robert's coming through the movie stuff. You think I would know more about the movie stuff, seeing as that's all we post is movie clips? But I don't. I just. I don't know the actors and actresses' names. I just know what I know. I'm the dumbass that watches movies like, ooh, he was in that other movie. What's his name? Who is he? What was that other movie? I don't care Do who that it is. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, I'm the guy that'll turn any hunting uh, any or any hunting clip into a hunting clip. I'll turn any movie into a hunting scene. That's how that's how I do it. What do you got, Greg? Any parting words? Did you have anything else? We didn't talk about early season at all, I'm sorry. No. I've got nothing. Nothing going on. No cameras out yet. So Really? What? Nope. Nope. When do you do it? Is this normal for you? Um, years past, I've had them out by now, but uh, I don't know. Just the way things are going, too busy with other things. Mm-hmm. You know, pri- prioritizing the fishing stuff more than the hunting stuff. So. So what's going on with the boat? It's alive. <laughs> it's alive. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, hopefully hitting Lake Michigan this weekend. Gonna hit Lake Michigan this weekend. With that, folks. <laughs> you are somebody Have that a great know, week. But you're taking shots we'll at catch you guys like later. See ya. See ya. Say it in the street, that's a knockout. But you say it in a tweet, that's a cop out. And I'm just like, hey, are you okay? But I've learned a lesson that's stressing and obsessing about somebody else is no fun. And snakes and stones never broke my bones. So you need to calm down. You're being too loud. And I'm just like, you need to just stop. Like, can you just not?
He needs a contact.